Do I have anything pithy to say? No. I think that should be your intro. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to American Pale Males, your nerdy beer tasting podcast. My name is Michael, and with me is my co-host for the evening, and pretty much regularly. Most evenings, yeah. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> Hi, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Yeah, I can't complain about much right now. Well, maybe you should start complaining because not all is well in the world. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Solving the world's problems. So, yes. well, okay. uh, dealing with bigger problems. But Michael, okay. um, what do you got for beer brags for me? Hit me up, buddy. I had a beverage called Michelob Ultra. Jeez. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's <laughs> it's summertime, so it's time for dads and grads. That's it's not June, an excuse. And I was at a grad party, and there's a big old cooler full of Coors Light and Michelob Ultra. You picked wrong. Well, yeah, but see, the latter, no, botch no, that. that. Was... Uh, the Coors, the former. The Coors. Which one did I say first? You said Coors first. Okay. I have had that one, you know, many a time. So, and Michelob Ultra, I've probably only had like twice in my life. So I'm like, I'll try that. And it was insipid. Disappointing, to say the least. Wasn't, you know, I wasn't like, all right, this is going to be awesome. I'm just like, this is going to be a nice light beer to go with my um, macaroni salad. And and it was. (laughs) You so, can't have anything good at barbecues. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, so no complaints going really? in. Really? Well, you know, going in with the expectation level I did. I mean, it was very crisp and clean tasting. And I could drive <laughs> drinking it. Yeah. So, you know. Fun fact about the Ultis. So yes. I uh, I work in science, as I think we've established. You're a scientician. I'm a scientician. That's correct. Um, every year... At the end of the place, we have a holiday party, you know, at holiday party time, beginning of December. And This is when you have uh, the um, the Beef Wellington? We said some dish you always have at this. Uh, before. Mostly tacos. Oh, okay. Beef. Never mind. Um, I've never had Beef Wellington. Okay. Don't know where you're getting this from this, but if anyone remembers, maybe, I mean, maybe it's possible that I've said this, but... If it uh if I have had beef Wellingtons or claim that I had beef Wellingtons, then please let us know. But regardless, uh, my manager, not my boss, but my manager, she does not like beer with flavor. Okay, I, th- I think that's a polite way of saying it. Um, so needless to say, when the boss asks for what drinks we would like, we'll say, "Hey, get us some Belgian beer," and he'll say, "Cool, I love Belgian beer," or "Get us an IPA," and he's like, "Cool, I can get down with an IPA." And then the manager will say, hey, man, we need some McU's in the house. And so he'll buy a six-pack of Michelob Ultras. She'll have two or three, and, you know, as we've established, still be fine to drive. Yeah. And then those leftover three McU's will stay at his home until the next Christmas where we buy a new six-pack. <laughs> it's inoffensive, I guess. Right, yeah. It's insipid. It's inoffensive, but... Um... It's, it's not... It's not Milwaukee's best ice, that's for sure. Right. It's not like it doesn't make you shudder or anything like that. But I mean, at least the at least the beast had some gusto. I get. Am I defending the beast? I don't know. I guess it depends. Do you want to get tanked or do you want to 
have refreshment. I I, th- I think I can respect a noble failure. Well, I I think I can. Re- let's see how do I not a noble failure. I think I can respect. I like something that'll go for it and fail more than I like something that plays it safe. Okay. Even if the I'm gonna go big is just trash, like undrinkable trash. I think I can respect it more because at least they're trying something. Yeah. Well, as we have established on the show, making a light beer... It's difficult scientifically, but... Yes. I mean, I'm sure it's really, really hard to get, you know, world peace or to, like, write a budget for the country, but that doesn't mean it's good. (laughs) Maybe the world peace thing is good, but... (laughs) I really should have thought out this metaphor before I started speaking, but uh, whatever, I'll stand by my... Yeah, take us out with your... uh beer brag so here comes into that uh the sad parts that i was referring earlier so uh my beer brag is also a co-beer mourn m-o-u-r-n i i I don't know if that's going to be a recurring segment i hope not but uh after three years question mark the iowa city brew lab is shuttering its doors as of tomorrow at midnight Whoa! what i know right was it what happened I, I don't know. Every time I have been there for the past several times has been for trivia on Wednesday nights. And we have had kind of cleaned house on there and won a lot of gift cards, which is why I went there this evening. Oh. Like the last time it's open is tomorrow at midnight. And I had about like 20 bucks left in gift cards. And I, I'll be damned if I'm going to let free beer go to waste. Right. Um, so my beer brag is... Uh, it's a shout-out to the Iowa City Brew Lab for their Session X series. Which we've mentioned on the show before. Which we have mentioned. It's uh, we both, uh, you enjoyed it, and I was intrigued by it, but yes. yeah, go ahead. It's, uh, it's sort of like how uh, Firestone Walker's Luponic Distortion series will go, where they keep the base. The base beer is the same, but the only thing that changes is the hopping profile. Almost all of the ones from the Session X series were re- good to really, really good. Um, the Session X Simcoe probably being my favorite. But even when it didn't quite work, it was interesting. I think the most recent one I had was Session X Mount Hood. Okay. Which is not a hop I've seen by itself in a single. Right. Um, it's usually in concert with, you know, a Simcoe or a uh, Centennial or one of those big sea hops from the Northwest. And I suspect being, you know, named Mount Hood. It is also from the Pacific Northwest, but yeah, yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I it always seemed full when I was in there for trivia. But I guess in the the culture of Iowa City's bar scene, it's it might have been a little bit too weird. Hmm. I, I don't... Big Grove opening up couldn't have helped matters on the front. Yeah. Well, they you'd think they'd have some sort of dedicated audience there you know i i mean I to know. my to my knowledge they did but uh i uh i got two i had 20 bucks ish left on gift cards like mm-hmm. i said and i'm actually going to see metallica in two days in newton iowa at a nascar racetrack so that's going to be a check-in for next week we're going to do some tailgating beforehand and i'm going to take their sunburn ipa and their or Maybach Lager. I can't remember the name of it. It's something Warrior. I can't remember mm-hmm. the name of it. But fare thee well, Brew Lab. You were too good. I really enjoyed that place, and I was legitimately sad when I saw on Twitter this afternoon that they were going under. 
I'm reading a brief news paper article. From littlevillagemag.com? Yes, yeah. Employers of uh, photographer of the show, Zachy Dingles? Yes. Yeah. They said they were struggling to find an investor, I guess. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, that'll do it. It's it's a bummer. I Like I said, I, I always enjoyed everything I had there. Um, even when it didn't quite... I mean, going back to that noble failure thing, even when what I had didn't quite hit the spot for me, it always felt like I liked the way they were doing things. Hmm. So, fare thee well, Brew Lab. Hopefully... Yeah. Uh, you and yours can get on to bigger and better things. There's a no shortage of breweries in the area, and they've got a hundred or some odd batches underneath their belt. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I'm glad I at least I got to go there once. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed the uh, atmosphere of the kind of lab. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, it does kind of feel like a lab. lab. Yeah. yeah, very much um, so. And I like the, you know, is, what is a biochem major kind of founded it or... <laughs> Something it's like it's that. something like that. I don't remember the exact details. And, uh, it was very appealing ag- to me. <laughs> well, me too. Once again, I wish I would have done uh, more homework. And I think the you know the, the most lamentable part about this closing is that they had just gotten an arcade machine in there that had like six classic arcade games like Dig Dug, Mrs. Pac-Man, Galaga, oh. Centipede, things of that nature. And it was on free play, but I never got a chance to hit it up. Whoa. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. Like I said, we've only been there for trivia in the past several times I've been there, and eh, it takes up some time, man. <sighs> but yep, that that's that's that. So fairly well. All S- right. Session X. We hardly knew ye. Yeah. Michael, cheer me up. What do we got next? <laughs> we have bruise news, but it's not very cheerful. Oh yeah, this thing. Okay. Well, um, at least this will get me fired up and ready to go for the rest of the podcast. I think so. If it's what I think I, it is, I, you know, I don't even have an article up here, but that's uh, okay. Bring one up. I mean, let's just get to it. ZX Ventures, <sighs> which is a what we call them, the corporate arm of Anheuser Busch InBev, has purchased website RateBeer.com. Yeah, I don't like this. So. Conflict of interest? Yes, conflict of interest. <laughs> right. It's uh, not not so much because I think that people will be like rating Budweiser higher. Anyone who has half a brain stem will know what they think about Budweiser and or the Golden Beers. I'm more worried about their constant craft acquisitions. Well, yeah, I mean. Because like, you know. Yeah. I mean, if I were crooked in running a beer rating website, I would tank the ratings. Right, or, you know, manipulate the algorithms or... Something. You, know, you can, yeah, lots you can do there. I would tank it, personally. <laughs> and, like, um, say, say if they buy Ballast... Did they buy Ballast Point, or was that someone else? That was uh, Constellation Brands. They have, uh, what, Goose Island, Breckenridge. That's right. Uh, uh, Brecken, Breckenridge is not good. <laughs> uh, we we had the Vanilla Porter, right? Or I think so, the, yeah. the podcast had the, the yes, Vanilla Porter? Yes, it did. Uh, I was not, not a fan of that brewery, but um, mm. what do you think about this? Are you as irritated about this as I am? Per, you know, I never really used Drape Beer that much. I use, like, Beer Advocate. I really don't use those websites that often, but Rape Beer was probably one of the ones I used the least. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, on principle, it, I think it's pretty terrible. I'm against it. I probably won't be using the website ever. I mean, I... I use the websites 
like occasionally when we need color text to right. fill in about these things and just to get like a general idea if there's something weird that I hadn't had before but I'm not going to go on there and you know like oh what should I have next what perhaps I'll wet my whistle it's more of a uh, just is like oh hey I wonder what it, I've heard that one's good maybe I should try it yeah now have you heard the ongoing fracas that happened as a result of this sale jeremy there's a ruckus i've heard no ruckus a ruckus uh fracas uh a fracas skirmish <laughs> um, <laughs> so i saw this was on beer advocates uh-huh. timeline and now i'm seeing lots of articles about it oh please um, tell me they're getting really really petty and callous and infantile well a lot of breweries want any mention of their brewery on the website removed oh snap that is kind of petty this is led by Dogfish Head. Eh, at least at least they have a reputable uh, Spearhead Brewery, I guess you would call right. it. Right, yes. So, you know, I don't know what they'll do. I mean... Could they do like a copyright? Yeah, that maybe. I don't know. He cites journalistic integrity, but I wouldn't eh. quite call what Rapier does journalism. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. That's going to kind of a sticky wicket as far as trademark is it could they go on that ground or perhaps we could have counsel of the show chime in and let us know what's going yeah, on Yeah, i don't know that's that's a legally hairy but it's i think it's kind of apt that they would want their uh name and all their ratings for their beers taken off the website because i you know there's no you can't have no confidence in the in it well i mean there's that but then at what point do you stop on that like let, let's say you make the milwaukee's best ice and you have jerks like you and I on there slagging on your product constantly. Mm-hmm. And then, it, like, let's say that, you know, like, okay, this stinks and is bad. And then we, and then they're like, oh, hey, we don't want American Pale Man slagging on our beer. Uh, copyright. Yeah. Tra- trademark. Yeah, that'll right. do. I don't think there's a legitimate copyright claim or trademark Probably claim Probably not. But, so maybe it's just more of a request a cease and desist type request versus actual legal action. Do well, they have to even listen to what Dogfish Head says? Uh, probably not. But Probably not, but it, it's bad for business if you have like 50 breweries making a stink about it and you don't <laughs> do anything about it. Right. So, uh, uh, in a way, fare thee well, right, Beer? <laughs> <laughs> we hardly knew ye. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yes. So, uh, <sighs> This is a downer of an episode. Michael, right. I, I've got something that can bring it up. Okay. Side note, I don't think this was on the docket, but uh, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 last week. Oh. What a delightful film that is. It's yeah. not It's not quite as good as the first one, just on a freshness feel, if that makes... Uh, with the first one, you don't really know what's coming, and it's right. got the getting the band together aspect of it, right. and everyone kind of gets equal footing. And most people are not familiar with those characters, too. True. Very versus, much like, so. Spider-Man or Iron Man. So. Or is it Captain... Wait, hold on. <laughs> Captain Man. Catinians? <laughs> Kat- I don't yes. know. Um, but where it lacks in... What it loses in being a little bit too familiar at times, mm-hmm. it, uh, it more than makes up for in comedy. It's a very funny movie. With Dave Bautista, of all people, getting the biggest laughs... And he's yes. gen- he's genuinely hilarious in that movie. That's good. I know, right? I, you know, I, I didn't re- really like him as a wrestler, 
but I think that has more character because, like, looking at some of his tweets and some of the stuff he does, he seems like a funny really dude, cool guy. Yeah, there's I've I've seen some criticism of it that revolve around plot points that I won't get into, but I think what these people are missing is that it's a James Gunn movie. James Gunn is a very idiosyncratic director. He did before Guardians of the Galaxy. His most famous movies were probably Slither. If you ever mm-hmm. saw that, that sounds vaguely familiar, but no, no. Um, and Super, which is a superhero satire parody. It's got Rain Wilson as a deranged vigilante who uh, decides to fight crime with a pipe wrench. Okay. And, okay. And a lot of bad things happen. It. This one is definitely not one for the children. He's got a very black sense of humor. I uh, see. You're meant to laugh at things that normal human beings shouldn't laugh at in those movies. And there's a few parts in Guardians 2 where I was like, oh, I can see that lurking around the edges just waiting to poke its head. I see, I see. But but anywho. Should we do a quick beer the band? Sure, let's do it. That can raise the mood. Uh, That can raise the mood. Introduce this in last week's episode where we get a website that produces three artists, our bands at random. From there... Um, Jeremy and I will try to make a beer or, you know, it can just be a sign in a beer style and then maybe putting a little twist on it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be insanely in depth. For example, I think our first one was Oasis, wasn't it? Yes. And it was it, like, I, I, I know it doesn't seem like it, but it really was serendipitous that we went went with an English band and an English ale on an episode where we reviewed an English ale. Uh, I promise you that this is not set up because if it was, <laughs> I would have something way more interesting to say in these parts. So continue. Yes. All right. Here we are again at randomlist.com slash random dash music. And I will hit... Um, refresh on the button and see what bands come up here we go all right hit me oh but so we're just choosing one of these bands yes and i only know one of these bands i don't okay. know if... first band is corn <laughs> god <laughs> next is charlie puth uh unfamiliar and then kaigo unfamiliar uh we can we can go with corn or you can refresh let me refresh all right We'll keep corn in the mix. Corn is in the mix. All right, here we go. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> Two Door Cinema Club. Have you heard of them? I've, I've heard of them. They're one of the. I think that they're one of those English bands that kind of came out in the mid two thousands and have like one popular album and then Let's no see. one cared. Kind of like Block Party. <laughs> and then uh, Justin Bieber. We're going to go with corn, Michael. All right, all right. Um, just because this will be easier. Um, so corn. Corn, okay. So I'm going, I'm going to go... Uh, one of the vanguard of new metal. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, yes. Um, I don't... Re- so there's going to be a lot of, hey, I don't remember <laughs> in this one because I tried to forget a lot about corn. Yes. But they did have <laughs> a uh, an odd song called Twisted Transistor. Okay. And it was kind of dancey kind of disco-y kind of uh-huh. I don't remember so Michael you know let me call me out if I'm being too broad with these assumptions okay is it unfair to think that a corn fan would be close in DNA to a juggalo fan or a juggalo rather I would say that that's that's, that's not out of the question yeah no okay 
All right. Okay. Are you mixing some fago in there? Uh, well, <laughs> no, I'm not. But we are going with a shandy. Oh. Which is going to be really, really sweet because I want this to be something that can be sprayed uh, all over the crowd and not necessarily get you arrested for smelling like a brewery on your way home. I'm thinking that this is going to be a high ABV, but easy to drink. Uh, okay, so we're. how about we go with the 8% steel reserve? Yes, but it's loaded with sugar and... Yes. Yeah. Um, we're going in the 24-ounce can so that... Even if it is eight percent and shandied down, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. that it'll you can still skull a few of these in the parking lot before you enter the uh, the rave in Milwaukee or wherever it is they play. The foray, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can you can probably get ripped on it. Um, what what what's something that's not going to get me in trouble by suggesting it gets mixed with it? Like pineapple juice? Is that weird? Um, they make pineapple soda, don't they? Yeah, I actually had one recently. Is it good? It was different, and if you like fruit sodas, I think you'd probably like that one too. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, pineapple, grapefruit. Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah, let's do both. Okay. Uh, sidebar, Michael, did you ever have uh, an old school brass monkey? Uh, no, no, I did not. So uh, apparently. And it's been many moons since I tried this, like well over a decade, uh, back on the Burlington Street days, uh, okay. if, you, if you remember those, for without getting too specific. Okay. Um, <laughs> I believe if you took a 40-ounce bottle of malt liquor mm-hmm. and you drank past the cone. So oh, it's and got, put orange juice in there? And or orange juice in there, yes. It would taste like grapefruit. I swear it worked once. <laughs> but, it never, but it never worked after that one time. So uh, we're going to go with, uh, what was it, pineapple and grapefruit? grapefruit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. A, twist, of... a twisted transistor. It's uh, it's nice and sugary so that, you know, folks from all stripe of life and uh, mm-hmm. face paint can enjoy it. And it's, it's a beer in the way that Boone's Farm is labeled a beer. I thought Boone's Farm was labeled a malt beverage. And then it's a malt beverage in the way that I was. I was thinking more along the lines of a four loco. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely in that that domain. I think that's. I think. So. What are what are we calling this? Twisted I was transistor. Gonna, I was just gonna go with twisted transistor. Okay, um, I like it. I if, like if that. If you but... drop a five hour energy into it, it becomes a freak on a leash. That's the only okay, other porn song I can think of. Um. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I do what I can. TTs for short and. I think we should sell this idea. I'm going to go pound a TT. There's there's no shortage of bands making their own beer. I saw an ACDC beer called oh, yeah. Rocker Bust the other day. And it looked gross. And uh, <laughs> and then the guy at John's Grocery was like, yeah, that's that's been sitting there for like eight months. It, it was gross when it got here. I had one. And I'm like, oh, ew. Well, but, if it ever goes on sale. On I'm, still not, I'm still not going to buy it because it no. looks disgusting. Not even for the show. Uh, all right. We'll 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 see. We'll discuss. We'll, we'll keep that there. one on the back burner. Right in. Yeah. Let us know what you think. But Michael, is it we time? We have a real beer. We have a yes. real beer. All right. FDR time. We've got our FDR. It's where we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. And we're kind of continuing uh, 
from last week's episode where we had a Iowa brewery. We are. Uh, we are going with Fire Trucker Breweries Burnout Brown. Michael, you had anything from Fire Trucker before? No, this is this is new. This this is actually kind of Jeremy introduces Michael to uh, newer Iowa, Iowa breweries. Is yeah. that a fair? Um, I feel like these guys have been around for a while. A little longer than yeah. Not like a. Uh, I mean, obviously they don't have a name or of say um, exile eh, buh, 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 like a an exile or a toppling Goliath, but mm-hmm. um, they are. I feel like they're sort of around. Um, they're normally in uh, Anc- they're out of Ankeny, Iowa, which is, is a suburb of Des Moines, I believe. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes. Um, to be fair, it's kind of hard to find any information about the brewery itself. Yeah, I looked on their website, and um, they do have a short about page, but it's kind of okay. I was just generic. about to click on that, so thank yeah. you. Yeah, they don't go into history or anything. Just kind of like, we love craft beer. It's art. And yeah. We think local, that kind of thing, which um, is all good, but not it's that true. interesting to read on um, the show. One of the things that I've noticed about them is these were one of the first few Iowa breweries that I can remember that uh, started canning rather than bottling. They definitely did mm. kegs. The way I was introduced to these guys is they would come to the Iowa City Brew Fest, Oktoberfest, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. at the end of September, and they have a they would bring this one the Fire Trucker Brown, and they would also bring a Honey Rhubarb beer, which was rather interesting. Oh, that um, does sound interesting. But I believe they only have two canned. And I believe okay. this is one of them. I'm not sure what the other one is, and yeah, we're we're not going to worry about it. But we have the okay. Burnout Brown Ale, and the color text is as follows: Michael, nut up and dump the clutch. Our American Brown Ale will get you ready to roll. It's dry, smooth, and easy to drink. Clean on the palate, misspelled, yet filled with caramel flavors that are balanced with hops. Crystal sixty and chocolate malts balanced with caramelized sugars give it a deep malt flavor. It's approachable for light beer drinkers and not too bitter, with 5.3% ABV and 32 IBUs. Wait, does yours say and not too bitter? I'm I'm reading the uh, the text off the website. Oh, the can says approachable for light beer drinkers and flavorful enough for the pros. That's a better way to say it. Yes. One thing that I think gets lost in this whole craft brewery revolution is the casual beer drinker. So, like our dads. Maybe not so much your dad, as he's dad of the show. Right. But my dad is, you know, he's a little bit hesitant to go to a Goza or an IPA or something that's kind of out there and weird. Strongly flavored. Strongly flavored. There is something to be said about a solid, just a well-done, well-crafted beer that can also appeal to a novice or mm-hmm. someone who might not necessarily want extremity in their beer. Oh, yeah, certainly. certainly. Um, Reunion's Pub Ale, I feel, was a really good way of going about that last yeah. week. And I yeah. guess this continues in that style. Yeah, so it's uh, 5.3%. Yeah, and Tall Boys. Yeah, it's a 16-ounce can, 32 IBU. With the label that we discussed. Mm-hmm. It has one of those on it, too, as opposed yeah, to a uh, the printed cans. Yeah. Uh, it features a tire that is ablaze and smoking, and it looks like it might be burning out, you might say. Um, Did you just pick up on that, Michael? No, no, no. no. Are you sure? Uh, 
No comment. All right. The yeah, they have their logo there, Fire Trucker Brewery, Ankeny, Iowa, and yeah, it's a nice red, black, and white design, very catching on the eye. Um, let's open it up. Let's open it up, indeed. All right. Whoa! Hey, yo! Wow! That had some carbonation on it. Yeah, my hand almost got blasted away from the can. <laughs> That's a good thing that it didn't, Michael. You've got kids. You need this <laughs> right. job. Uh, yeah. It's looking like, as it comes out of the can, it looks like a Coke. It does kind of look like a Coke, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Maybe not so reddish, but that brown. Are you getting a lot of foam on yours? Yes. Okay, I'm getting a solid... I'm using a, a pub-style pint, an imperial mm-hmm. pint. I've got a, a solid three fingers of foam on this. And Same here, yeah. About two and a half of actual beer at the bottom. <laughs> it's a hell of a head, I'll give it that, but mm-hmm. I mean... Settle down, Beavis. <laughs> it's, it smells like uh, yeast to me, right, as I pour it. Imagine that. <laughs> With all this, yeah. It looks like there's a little um, culture going on in the uh, can there. Maybe. it's. I honestly don't know if I've ever seen anything flare up like this before out of the can. <laughs> I mean, well, you fine listeners heard our exclamation about the sound as we opened it. I wish I had a camera on me right now. I, I don't, because this is up to four whole fingers of foam. <laughs> Bad work, fire trucker. I poured mine pretty gently, so I actually got a good fill, and the head's starting to dissipate. Maybe I'll grab a snapshot right hmm. here real quick. Um, do you know what all this foam reminds me of? Uh, Ruby or float. In college, when the kids did the beer bongs. Oh, yeah. Which, um... It's unfortunate. I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd would recommend against it. Maybe I'm old, but this uh. is actually at a point where I wasn't drinking, but observing. Um, the going theory was so you pour it in the funnel and it would mm-hmm. foam up a lot, and obviously you can't pour a bunch of beers in there that way. So the theory was like that oil would reduce the foam. Oh, oh no! And this is where the oil came from. Uh, hair. So. Uh, this one person in particular would rub their hair and like swirl their finger around in the funnel full of beer. Do I know that? No names, but do I know this person? No, I don't think you do. Okay, that's revolting. Yeah, that uh, did it work? That, I, no, oh, of not course really. not. <laughs> if anything, maybe the motion of swirling the foam around uh-huh. kind of dissipated it a little bit. But uh, I think the, I, yeah, I I think. Fluid dynamics would just suggest that you get a better shaped beer bong. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not drinking this. <laughs> yeah. But that was then. This is now. Michael, uh, is the only other brown we've had the Newcastle? Uh, at least recently. I can't think if we've had one. I might have had one in the past, but it's probably been quite a little time. Before my time, at the very Maybe least. Maybe before your time, at the very least. Yeah. Um. So I, I I can I think I can I'm ready to consume this. I think the yeah, for levels have gone down enough. Um. So I'll... mine looks like a proper English pint now. I'm I'm ready to go to the Winchester and wait this whole thing out. <laughs> mm. So go in. What do you got? What do you got for me? A real rich malty flavor. Indeed, it is. Dang. There's a little bitterness at the end, which I'm sure will increase as we keep drinking this. But sure. At first, it's a nice quaff. Not unpleasant. Yeah, it has a some meat on the bones. It does. Um, in, um, in terms of maltiness and 
mouthfeel, which is nice. How much of the mouthfeel do you think is due to the head? Well, probably a good portion, at least in these first this, go rounds here. I mean, despite my you know complaints and misgivings, it is a rather luxurious head on this beer. Mm-hmm. It is for you lab rats. It it feels like you're dealing with SDS. There, I said it. <sighs> Running some SDS page. Maybe not the page part, but just okay. the SDS part. Um, I've 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 done some SDS in my day. Some sodium dodecyl sulfate. Yep. All right. Well I've, then. I've I breathed it in on accident, and that is oh. not pleasant. <laughs> yeah, well, but that was pretty bad. Uh, it wasn't that much either, and it was like it's, uh, it's, it's pretty nasty stuff. That's why you wear a face mask. Yes. Um, oh yeah. I, yes. So basically, for those that are not scientifically inclined, or at least those that don't know what uh, sodium dodecyl sulfate is, it's a detergent. Yeah. Imagine your laundry powdered laundry detergent, but what ten times more powerful? Probably. I mean, it is. It is the ingredient in detergent that makes it a detergent. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, these beers have, like, a soapy taste to them. It's the it's the feel, that slick feel. Mm-hmm. That velvety feel that just kind of... It's all, it's kind of... F- foamy is also a bad word. But um, you know what I mean? It's yeah, hard. No, Michael, I, I help me out. Saying. Well, I was going to comment on... Do you get kind of a nutty flavor? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I suspect that will become more prevalent as it heats up a little bit. Yeah. Warms up. What kind of maniac would heat beer? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I take that back. I should put the disclaimer. So mine's not super cold either because I mine's put it in a... the fridge about 30 minutes before we recorded. So. Oh, I did mine an hour and a half before we recorded, and I felt like an idiot because I looked at it last night. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going to have that tomorrow. <laughs> and I didn't think of putting it in the uh, in the uh, fridge. But that's all right. Um yeah, it's a little, it's a little nutty, a little bit. It's like the essence of a what's that stuff on the the Blanche of a nut, like a very the the skin. Yeah, like 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 the exterior of an almond. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's a little more bitter. The beer oh, is a little more bitter. It is a little and, bit more bitter. And um, there are some caramel notes in there, just kind of being a you know a brown. Mm-hmm. Um. To me, this very much feels like an Americanized version of a Newcastle, which is duh, but let me explain a little bit further, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if you were to concentrate, like if you could somehow reduce a uh, Newcastle and just have like a concentrate of it, and you just drank that concentrate, this would probably be pretty close. It's It's everything that's in a Newcastle, but it's amped up and doesn't have that, you know stiff upper lip of a British beer. Yeah, it's definitely more um, the bitter happiness component. Like, to me, Newcastle is almost sweet. Mm-hmm. And... Most definitely. This is more of a... Yeah, it Americanizes, has a, a nice bitter through line, I guess you could say. It's it's definitely darker than a Newcastle, or at least it seems like it. It's It's kind of dark in the room where it happens right now, so... I, I I can't exactly see it, but it is a nice deep brown color, for lack of a better word. Yeah, it almost gets into the. It's pretty dark, and it um, mm-hmm. it almost gets into a roasty. There's some like the beginning of roasty notes in there. There is a little bit of roast in there, which is not unwelcome, I must say. It's it's so hard when you have like a a style or a brand of a beer that can be like equated to a style, 
Mm-hmm. Like it tastes like a it's this kind of beer. What kind of beer is it? Oh, it's like Budweiser. Yeah, or, <laughs> right. Or it's a, it's like Newcastle because Newcastle is synonymous with brown. Right. Whereas with IPA, there's like 10 million of them. And I think the closest like one man's uh Sierra Nevada could be another man's Dogfish Head 120, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's all over the place whereas brown is traditionally not all over the place to the best of my knowledge. Yeah, and it, I think a brown kind of falls into that category too of that's not a necessarily clearly defined style. Sort of like a red as we've yeah, seen in the past. Right. So if it's brown, it's brown. Um but you're still going to like Maybe get, we could cause... make a blue if we're just <laughs> going by colors. The the or a black lager. <laughs> I mean, to get this color, you have to use a certain type of malt, which I think is the uh, commonality between all the browns. And sure, it's, and it's got to be like what at least a C sixty, caramel yeah. sixty. Yeah, well, like a stout will use like one twenty to two hundred or something. Something like that. like that. It can, yeah, yeah, or just a straight up black malt or a chocolate malt. Chocolate malt. I'm taking umbrage with something though, Jeremy. What's the problem, Michael? Uh, it's approachable for light beer drinkers. I I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I, I mean, was it, I was gonna bring that up as well. I'm I don't know either. It's pretty. It has. It's pretty bitter, and it it's pretty strongly flavored in almost all is. departments. And for oh, maybe a casual beer drinker, maybe, but a, a light beer drinker, no, I think they're gonna shy away from the potent bitterness and the the body and the, and the everything i guess it's i agree it's it's, it's not as fizzy and effervescent as say uh, a lager mm-hmm. of, any, of some sort obviously but that too mm-hmm. it's yeah I, I think if you are if you if your light beer drinker will go for an amber box you they could probably be convinced but if it's like i want a michelob ultra and my name's michael then probably <laughs> not right then you're gonna have to go more like a like a Liney's. You know, I think something approachable to a light beer drinker is like Liney's Honey Vice or I'd say anything know. off the line of Kugel's line would probably yeah. be approachable. Whereas this is a little more I wanna use heavier, but that's it, it is the it opposite is a, of a light. <laughs> it it is a bit I mean, it is heavier though. It's it's not going to be something that well, it's not something that I would just have out on a nice hot day. It's it's a not insubstantial beer. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call it heavy because it's it's not heavy. But it but as we said it has some meat on the bones. Mhm. Which is fine with me. But definitely. Um just a little bit of uh false in, falseness in advertising, I don't know. Um <laughs> anything else we can say about this? The bitterness is starting to come through a little bit more. Mhm. As we expected. Um, as, as it warms up and as it, yeah. The nuttiness is not quite coming through as much as I had hoped. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty distant. It's not like a nut brown ale. No, definitely not. It's just a brown ale. It's an ale that is brown. There are hints of nuts in there, but it's not like a, a, a rogue's hazelnut, whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. Michael, that's enough... Uh, Jibber jabber. What do yeah. you think? What? How about we get to the R? The R, where we rate the beer. Uh, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. I'm All indecisive. Right. All right, let me take a sip of judgment here. 
I mean, I like I like the uh, I like this beer. Mm-hmm. I, I think browns usually like they're not my favorite. Okay. Did I say favorite or favorite? I, I thought you were fine until you just brought it up, and I imagine okay. the listeners would have thought you were fine uh, too. We'll check the tapes on that one. But um, read all the cameras hmm. and watch the tapes, man. Here's the things that I like: the body, the malt. It's tipping a little on the too bitter scale for a brown for me. I agree. Um, which is, I think, if it was a little less bitter, you would really get that malt and body being front and center, and mm-hmm. I would really like that. Um, but the bitterness isn't necessarily bad. It's just it's just a, a little... bit much that doesn't quite jive with the style. Yeah, I agree. Michael, do we agree with this 32 IBUs? This seems way more bitter than that. I have no scientific way of proving this or even right. any <laughs> rational thought process to describe that, but that's sort of how it feels. Right, yeah. I don't know, maybe... If yeah. a pallet wrecker or a hop slam cranks in at 100 plus, and this is only 32, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah I, maybe I, I in the 40s, but yeah, I see what you're saying. 32? This is obviously a 35. God. <laughs> Get out! Yeah, exactly. Um, I like the I like the explosion when we opened it. That was really cool. I like the big thick foaminess when we poured it. That was fun. Um, <laughs> so now we're going by parlor tricks that the beer can do. <laughs> right. Um, I'm going between two. Because if we're doing parlor tricks, we can just like put some pop rocks or something in there, like <laughs> float a habanero in yours or yours or something like that. Um. Should I go higher or lower? You know what? I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go three point five. I'll give it a solid. I like this beer. I like what they've done. It's just maybe not to my ballyhooed taste, but um, it's good. And, you have a ballyhooed taste? <laughs> you know, like the highfalutin Belgians and stuff. Um, no, I don't think it's approachable for light beer drinkers. No, no, it's no, worth no, a try no. if you're feeling. Ritsky, if you are you're feeling like you're saucy, yes, and you like a dark beer every now and then, then go for it. But it, I will say, it's flavorful enough for the pros. I will that part of that statement. Yes, is I true. agree. I will agree with that as well. And with that, yeah. So that three point five. You know, I'm not really feeling this one. Mm-hmm. I like a good brat nut brown ale, as I as we discussed. 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 <laughs> As we discussed on the Newcastle episode, uh, mm-hmm. Newcastles were one of the ones that kind of blew my head open as to the world of craft beer and or different style. Well, not craft is the wrong What word. a beer could be. What a beer could be. And as such, I have a fond place in my heart for, uh, for brown ales. This one is just not doing it for me. Like we've, we've said, I enjoy the, uh, the mouthfeel, despite not coming up with an accurate word to describe it. Besides, you know, I'm saying soapy and foamy. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's that's not accurate. It's, SDS. <laughs> SDS. Yeah, yeah. God, I had to make SDS aliquots when I was a freshman. It was the worst. It gets all over your hands and you can't do anything. But uh, <laughs> like we said, I like the concentrate feeling. I like the fact mm-hmm. that it's not afraid to kind of go out there and s- slap its nut brown ales on the uh, table and sort of <laughs> just go for the flavor. Um, but the bitterness, the hop profile is really throwing me off. I'm not a fan of that. Um, yeah, that's a little, a little strange. 
It's like I'm I'm fine with cranking everything up to eleven, as we've established several mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to balance it properly, and I think this one just goes a little bit too far in the bitter for the style. Mm-hmm. And because of that reason, I'm giving it a two point seven five. Oh, it's, it's it's okay. I I don't hate it. If it was the only, if it was this Coors Light and like Budweiser on tap, I'd get this obviously. But it's just yeah. Maybe it's the day. Maybe it's the can. I don't know. It's just not doing much for me tonight. Yeah, I will, well yeah. I was thinking of three point two five or three point five. I went up because the tire reminded me of <laughs> the the Kirby ability where he sucks in a wheel and he becomes a wheel in Kirby's it, Dreamland. And... Was this the Dreamland or the NES version? Ah, uh, this is SNES, I think. Oh wow, you're way past me, man. <sighs> I never played those. I was. Uh... Oh man, I love Kirby. Me too. I played that original Game Boy one like over and over and over. I'll tell you what. Here's a little APM Pod secret. Uh huh. You are Kirby. Kirby. <laughs> yes, I've been you're inhaling gonna, these beers. You're gonna turn into a nut brown ale any second now. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Continue, please. No, uh, the Kirby game for the Wii... Actually, this probably isn't really a secret. But the Kirby game for the Wii The is, yarn one? Not the yarn one. There's a... I don't know what it's called, but... Uh, a standard Kirby game? A standard Kirby game for the Wii is, like, the best. It's really good. I believe it. it. Kirby's Return to Dreamland. That's cool. It's, and so you can probably pick it up on the cheaps. Yeah, probably. <laughs> dust off your Wii... And throw that one in for hours of entertainment. Or wait until the virtual console gets it. Right. Also, um, multiplayer, co-op multiplayer. Really? That is really fun. Yeah. So you have like three, four Kirbys. Well, they're not. Yeah, you can be multiple Kirbys. Four Kirbys. I'm seeing double. You can be King DDD or Meta Knight. DDD. And and all sucking up bad guys all over the place. That's weird. Awesome game. Anyway. Cool. Um, I like these digressions, Michael. I like it too. But but yeah, it, this is not doing much for me tonight. I don't know. Maybe I'm a crank. Maybe I'm yeah. still... Uh, maybe I'm just bummed out from all of yeah. our uh, sass and mishigash from earlier. All the bad news. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you, Michael. <laughs> let's close it out. Okay, fine. Uh, how about I do the social media plugs this week? Go on. You can find us on at APM Pod on pretty much everything. You can find us at APM Pod on Twitter, where we occasionally will write pithy remarks, much more <laughs> pithy than the ones Michael uh, put at the beginning of the episode. You can find us at gmail.com, APMPod at gmail.com. Uh, hop on Facebook, and to further that, I just remembered you can find us on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Michael's been making nice little viral a bold. I don't know if you'd call them that, but just these no, nice man. little chunks of ones that you can use to, you know, sway friends and family. Why not? Go for it. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play Music. Go on there and leave us a review if you can, and, you know, if you will. I have it on good authority. We have a recent five-star review, Michael. I don't know when the last time you checked this was. Oh, shoot. No, I haven't not checked that in a while. Uh-huh. I, well, I have it on good authority for uh, reasons that will become obvious when you read the review okay. um but yeah hop on there let drop us a line let us know how we're doing we'll have to read that out that review yeah we will okay if you have something you would like us to try 
or a style or a brewery or anything of that nature, hop in, let us know. We're nothing if not malleable. Very much so. And I, th- I think that's it. Just tell us what you think, basically, any way you so desire. We've got the next several weeks kind of planned out, but we've got a nice swap coming up in a month or so, and we'll have another nice pile of beers come at you, and it'll be great. It will it'll, be. It'll be great. Yeah. But until then, this has been American Pale Males. For Michael, I'm Jeremy. For Jeremy, I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers.